it's me, Isaac. Okay, it's me, Casey. Um, and you know, there's a there's a bit of a show sweeping the nation right now. Um, it's sweeping all the nations, actually. Yeah, it's, all it's, every single nation. It's that. Uh, it's the octopus is. Um, oh, octopus gambit or yeah, something. something. I don't like remember. Yeah. But uh, you know, I never seen it. Don't mm-hmm. care about it. And so I'm just gonna presume mm-hmm. that I I can make a game based off of it. So, are you familiar with the rules of blackjack, Casey? Um, A little bit. Okay. You might have to refresh. So, in this squid... I'm going to drop the shit. Okay. In this squid game-like version of blackjack, we will be playing for a sip of the other person's drink. Okay. 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 I know know you probably don't like my drink all that much, but I very much like (laughs) Coca-Cola. Do you like Coca-Cola Zero? I love Coca-Cola Zero, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, great. So, there's some incentive to win. (laughs) Okay. So, I'm the dealer. Okay. And you are a player. So, here's a face-down card. Okay. Here's my face-down card. I have one up. You have one up. So, Casey has seven showing, Mm -hmm. and I have six showing, and I'm the dealer. So, in the event of me getting a blackjack... I the house wins and I get a sip of his drink. Okay, have my yeah. Coca Cola. Yeah. So, okay. uh, Casey, do you want to hit? You have a seven showing. Um. Yeah. Hit me. Okay. Have you busted? Hold on, I have to do quick maths. Real okay, quick. quick maths, quick maths. He has a no, seven I and an eight out. I haven't. He I haven't. hasn't busted. Mm-hmm. My God, do you want another hit? Um. You staying? Yeah, I'll stay. I'll stay. Okay, for so right with now. fifteen showing. Casey staying, so we're gonna both flip our cards over. I've got I've got eleven, and you have seventeen exactly. That was a good time to stay, and I have to hit until I hit seventeen, or or bust. Okay. So I got a blackjack exactly. The house wins with twenty one, and I'm taking okay. a big fat sip of Casey's Coca Cola. Okay. Mmm. Mm. <laughs> 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 real excited about that Coca-Cola. <laughs> that Coca-Cola. <laughs> Let me tell you what. Tell you when what. I was a kid, they make they used to make Coca-Cola straight with Coke in it. <laughs> <laughs> Only Coke. Well, yeah, that was that was pretty uh, that high stakes. We should just play blackjack for the entirety of the podcast. For the entirety, <laughs> I did think about offering you the role of dealer because it was it was kind of stacked against you. I would have you know, the house always wins. Yeah, true, true, true. I would have no idea. Um, I've never formally played blackjack. Actually, that was probably my first time. Oh, actually, it was, well, I played it in like Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, like, a game within a game and stuff like that. But yeah. For my for my twenty first birthday, I went to um I went to a casino and uh, like before I did that I like I had been playing on a simulator all week because I knew I was gonna go to a casino um, right and blackjack is like one of those games that you have the most control of you know like mm. you have a, a pretty good shot at winning you still don't have like over a fifty percent chance right, of winning right. it's not quite that good but um I I, I like aside from counting cards. Another technique you can use is to have, like, a spreadsheet um, of, like, when you should hit and when you should stay. And it's, like, generally agreed upon that if you have 17, stay. You Mm -hmm. know, like, don't fuck with that, like, ever. Um, 
But if the dealer, like, only has, like, a two or something, like, a three showing, you should usually hit, even if mm-hmm. you're, like, pretty high up there, unless you're, like, 17 or over. Um, the goal is yeah. to hit 21, right? The goal is to hit 21 or get as close to there as possible okay. without busting. So often the dealer will bust because they have to hit, right. like, however many times until they get that 17 or over. Gotcha. Um, and I actually won 40 bucks, which uh, I, I was pretty impressed by. But I, I did waste it all on drinks because it was my 21st <laughs> yeah, birthday. Of course, yeah. so, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's one of those gr- games that I think I would play again if I went to a casino. Yeah. I have it. Um, I'm not going to dox this person, but let's say there's a person that I see regularly um, who told me a story about him and his brother went to a casino and were counting cards. Oh. Uh, and they uh, they won, uh, he said they won night after night, like a shit ton. And you don't would, go back night after yeah, night. Yeah, they'll, that, they'll that was the mistake. They, they went and the, they uh, brought them to the back room and like, actually pulled a gun on them and was like... What the fuck? Yeah, like actually like Scorsese gangster shit. And they were like... He's like, you need to take this, like, take this money you got and get the fuck out and never come back or we will kill you. And they banned him from like, it was a whole chain. So like they owned all the casinos around that, in that area in Oklahoma. That's, and so the, he's banned from them. That's fucking insane. I know. Right? Oh, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> that guy yeah. is living in a, in a, in like a casino reality. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's crazy. I was like, wow. I was like, what did you like? What'd you do? He's like, well, I, I pissed my pants, but my brother was like, I don't know what you're talking about. His brother was just like <laughs> shitting with him, and they're like, we we know you're counting cards. Like, get the fuck out. <laughs> Apparently, like, a lot of celebrities have been kicked out for that. Like, Ben Affleck is, like, probably the most famous case. Like, he, he used to, like, count cards a lot. Really? I need to see that movie, um, Molly's Game, because apparently it's that's really about, good. like, celebrity. Like, it's based on celebrities, mm-hmm. and, like, Fucking... one of the players was Tobey Maguire, who and I would Michael never... Michael Sarah was in the movie as well. Oh, I think he was supposed to be... He, like... Michael Sarah. Like, oh. like, he was... I think that's based on a real thing. Like, Michael Sarah was actually uh, counting or not counting cards, but he was playing underground poker. Yeah. And it, he, he was in the movie. I guess he was a good sport about it. I don't fucking know, but it, it's a good movie. I liked it a lot. I liked, okay, <laughs> we've had like a crazy poker tangent, but, uh, <laughs> you know, last week we had Thad on the podcast and he talked about The Sopranos. Right. So I actually um, picked it back up. Oh, nice. And, and, and without spoiling it, um, there is an episode that revolves around poker that's really good. And fucking Frank Sinatra Jr., is in fuck? it and he's like you know elbow to elbow with all these fictional mobsters so i guess they like gave up entirely trying to pretend that the sinatra family does right. not owe like all its success to like the mob, mob you know? yeah but I, I thought that was so cool it was really fucking frank sinatra <laughs> jr <laughs> that is cool mm-hmm. well, well oh oh, oh, oh right, speaking, right, of, speaking movies. of movies <laughs> You happen to see any stuff uh, this I, last uh, week? Huh? I uh, saw some stuff. What'd you see? I um, let me see, let me move my diary real without quick without getting into your to your big watches. Yeah. This week. So I um, I watched Do the Right Thing. Ooh, uh, I've been still wanting to see that. How yeah, was it? I liked it a lot. It um, you know, I now that I watch it, 
In the Heights actually got a lot of inspiration from Do the Right Thing. Really? Like a, a metric fuck ton, yeah. It's okay. like the same fucking like thing. Um, but Do the Right Thing is off. I think it's better. Um, Do mm. the Right Thing has got some really interesting... Um, as a movie or as a story as in a, general? As a, just a whole. It's got some really interesting cinematography. Um, uh, Spike Lee is arguably the worst part of it because he's in the movie and he's not a great actor. Uh, um, I feel like that must have been just like a move. Yeah, that was like based on the fact that he he didn't have like a lot of material yeah. or like actors to like. I don't know. Possibly, I, I think I believe "Do the Right Thing" was only his second feature, if I'm wow. not correct. The first one being the um, oh, I've already forgotten the name of it. The bullcrap one. The she's got to have it. That's oh, what it was. Yeah. Okay. I think that I think um, but yeah, I really enjoyed "Do the Right Thing." Um, really sad though. Um, and then I watched, uh, I'll, I'll put these two together. I watched the documentary Blackfish. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that's a great it old is classic. Fucking crazy. Boycott actually. SeaWorld. Boycott SeaWorld. And then I watched right after that, My Octopus Teacher. Oh, um, <laughs> what a double feature. What a double feature. Okay. But My Octopus Teacher actually not. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> okay, I was waiting to see if Holy it was loud. shit. That was loud. <laughs> Um, my octopus teacher is, uh, actually, I was kind of thought it was hokey at first, but like the more you watch it, the more you understand that this guy actually is not putting on a, a show or a display. Like he actually cared about this little fucking octopus. And by the end of the movie, you do too. Um, it's really, it's really heartwarming. So I it's it. not weird. It's not it's like not a strange weird. obsession. Not, no, okay. no, he, he just, he was honestly, it was just a, like a, I don't know, like a learning experience for him. He wasn't fucking the octopus like some people have made it out to be. Yeah, um, <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> um, I finally finished the second Borat movie. Oh, um, I do, I do really enjoy that. Did you think it was a bit um, hammed up from the first one? What, what did you think? I think it was crazier than the first one because I think he had more balls <laughs> in this one yeah. than the first one. Like, and the girl, like the girl playing his daughter, yes. is incredible. Incredible. She's, yeah. yeah. Oh me was God. it Mia Bakalova or Bakalova? Is that how you say? I think I think that's yeah. Her last name, she yeah. she she held her own with Sasha Baron Cohen mm-hmm. really well. Um, I I watched The Empty Man. Oh my uh, gosh, you you've been on like I've, a yeah, bender this week. <laughs> I think I'm gonna watch that this month. You know, I'm, you I'm trying to watch a lot of horror movies. This. The Empty Man is a good Spooktober movie. I think for mm. anybody to watch. The ending is a little eh, but the. The whole movie, you know, it's David Fincher's, uh, was it, I think he was a cinematographer for a while. Really? Uh, I think so. E- either way, he worked with David Fincher, and you could tell he gets a lot of the, the camera techniques. It feels like very David Fincher. And like I, I noticed it within the first 20 minutes, and I'm like, the camera is moving exactly how Fincher moves the camera. <laughs> and then I looked him up, and I thought, oh, that's uh, why. He, he know, Yeah, he works closely with him. I think this movie is also worth noting that, like, it released to very little fanfare on like streaming yeah. and um, a, a YouTube reviewer, Chris Stuckman, um, popularized it. He he mm-hmm. like talked about how it was a, a hidden gem, mm-hmm. and like that's really cool to see like a movie actually get like its due right. because of like a, a fucking film critic yeah. on YouTube being like, "Hey, people, go watch it." You exactly. Know? The studio had no faith in it whatsoever. Um, yeah, that's such a damn shame to hear. I I need to see it still, but um, yeah. I, I will. One of the better horror movies I've seen of recent. I um, saw I saw one from. Oh, Stuckman recommended it last year. It was like, uh, oh, fuck! It was like the the, the film crew is uh, making a documentary about like this horror monster where if you blink, um, it gets closer. 
Um, Not like Doctor Who. <laughs> like Doctor Who, but like it gets like cursed. The camera gets cursed, so every time they close the shutter, like oh. it's actually been getting closer. So it starts very very far away and then it's like closer 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 it was really cool because that's cool it's mockumentary style so you can't actually tell like the the documentary crew is investigating whether the footage is faked or not and you don't know until (laughs) the end if it is and it it's awesome yeah that's so i need to i need to check that one out yeah i can't remember the name i'm so sorry oh you're good um only other thing i watched i'll quickly talk about um, you watched so much. I know, I know, I did, uh, and I have—I just have something to say about these last two. Uh, technically four, but I'm lumping three together. All right, so uh, Watchmen. I finally finished the Zack movie? Snyder's Watchmen. I still haven't read it. It's right here. Okay. I know, okay, but so. I actually have more reason to read it now that I finished Snyder's. Um, and I think that Snyder's movie is an abomination to cinema as a whole. Mm. Um, I fucking hated it. Uh, I, yeah. I could not uh, understand why people love it. I think the sex scene with fucking Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, that's the worst. Over, <laughs> that is the worst. That's not anywhere time. in that novel, know, by the way. It's, it's, it's very apparent that Snyder is, is more concerned with visual you know, display than trying to adapt any of the themes from what I've heard mm-hmm. from Inseen and Watchmen. And, and it's just, it's so, I just can't like, you know, it's bad. It's just, very, I don't want to gush on it or I don't want to harp on it too much. Cause I feel like everything's been said about it, but maybe in a better light than me though. I don't know, but I thought it was just, there's nothing to like about it. It's the, probably the most boring movie I've ever fucking watched. And it's three hours long, has no right to be that long. <laughs> it's, it's an anomaly because it's one of those extremely faith like technically everything you see on screen except for like some of the stuff in the ending Mm -hmm. happens it's just like the way that events are adapted it's the fucking slow motion it's the hyper violence like the graphic novel isn't as violent as the film and and also just like the lack of subtlety in the themes or in the reveals like i don't know if i want to like talk spoilers but there's a character who is a surprise villain in Watchmen, the graphic novel. But he, the actor that Snyder has, is hamming it up so goddamn much. And if you don't instantly think he's evil or up to some shit, like, it's like, well, (laughs) I don't know how. I don't know how you wouldn't think he's evil. But in the graphic novel, you're convinced. Like, it's like, well, I watched the movie first, but then when I read the graphic novel, I was like, oh, this works a lot better. Yeah. You know, and I think that's something that I would tell to anyone who watches that movie. And even if you liked one part of it, you know, Mm -hmm. like just one story beat, I promise you it's in the novel, it's better. And then the HBO Watchmen series is one of the most fantastic television shows like of the past like decade maybe mm-hmm. ever i just i cannot say enough snyder does not represent our watchmen right you know? right that seems to be the general consensus uh about it um but yeah i'm excited to watch the hbo i'm excited to read the the graphic novel and then watch the hbo show because I, I feel like there is something there 
Mm-hmm. You know, but Zack Snyder doesn't give a fuck about it. So, um, and then I watched all three of the Fear Street movies. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. The first one is is a hot pile of dog shit. Oh, um, I hate. I it. liked that one actually. I, Every, I saw that everybody liked that one and then hated 1978, and I'm like, 1978's the best fucking one. Really? I think so. I oh, like my the God. camp slasher way better than the stupid fucking. Oh my gosh, Casey! I just I cannot disagree more. Like I feel like. <laughs> I feel like the first one, you know, like, obviously all of them are a bit, except maybe the third one, are a bit hokey about, like, their licensed songs, you know. Oh, God. You've got, like, I, I feel like the second one is the most obnoxious, because they've got, like, Carry On My Wayward Son, like, playing for no reason at all. And, like, in the first one, she's like, ah, I'm edgy, so I'm going to listen to <laughs> Creep by Radiohead, yeah. the number one most popular song in America <laughs> for this so time right now. Bad. Um but like I like it. I like the first Fear Street. I I think mainly I like it because there's one kill in it that I just cannot ever forget and well, it, these movies have been out, and you know they yeah. had their moment in the cultural side. Can we can we spoiler? Uh, spoiler the kill, not the character. Okay, the, yeah. there's like a bread slicer. Yeah. Um, and it's brutal. It and, was pretty fun, and that was a really fun effect. And I honestly just kind of enjoyed like how campy. Like, I don't think it was all intentional camp, but I liked how campy it was with, like, the the characters yeah. and, the, like, the one that, like, sings a song before she, like, kills people or whatever. That, like, yeah, that's cool. Th- that was also kind of cringe, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was a good mix of cringe and okay, you know? I, I don't know. I just could not have fun with the first one. I had way more fun with the second one. And, and I mean, I don't think any of the movies are great movies, or honestly even good movies. I think they're mediocre at best, but I think the first one is such an abomination that it, it may, it let like, going forward through the series I was like, fuck. I was like, and people said this one was the best one. I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't want to see this, but we ended up binging the rest of them. And the overall story is interesting, but I feel like it should have been left as a, as a book series because it feels like that might be the best medium for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, honestly, I think it's just because I have I like camp slashers. I like the Jason Voorhees like era. Yeah. Like, you know, like I, I don't know. It's uh you know the godless uh, sinner teens that you know die right after having sex. It's, there's not. It's okay, so fun though. There's not like godless like sinner teens in this movie. I mean, like yeah, they're but... kind of like. They're like, oh, one girl's like smoking pot and she's having sex. Like, (laughs) I I, I get like, oh, back in the 80s, that was enough. But like, you know, if you're paying homage to like camp slashers Mm -hmm. of the past, you got to do something new. And it it really doesn't do all that much new. I think I think the thing that elevates the second movie for me is like the performances like Sadie Sink. Sadie Sink carries it. Yeah, she's carrying it on her shoulders. Like, there's a reason. Like, she's great in Stranger Things, and they brought her over, you know? Yeah, for sure. She's awesome. She's yeah. She fucking rules. Um, and I like... And I do... Okay, actually, no. This is the most annoying part about the second movie, is that they can't help but, like, talk about where all the characters are gonna end up in the first movie. Yeah. Obnoxiously. Like, that one cop rolls up, and he's like, I can't wait for you to be my boss one day, <laughs> Nikki. It's <so> <laughs> like... Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Just get out. Stop insulting us. Like, you know we watched it, like, right, right. right before this one. So it's not yeah. that hard to remember where these characters are going to end up. I uh, just think the audience doesn't know any better. It's annoying. But <clears throat> I think that's all I watched. Uh, yeah. That's all you've watched? Finished. Uh, yeah, I did the Fear Street binge last night. Okay. So, yeah. What, what about you? What, what have you seen? 
I I didn't watch much other than um, our main topic probably oh, yeah. for today, but uh, I did rewatch a great show with um, with my girlfriend. It's How to with John Wilson. Mm. This is a show that's on HBO Max, and it's just really funny. Like I, I don't know how to describe it because no pitch is gonna sound very good. It's a guy walking around New York, and he records a bunch of fucking like random footage, and he's always got like a topic at the center of an episode. I think. I'd recommend, like, the third episode as the first one you watch because it's about the Mandela effect. So he's just, like, filming shit, and then he ends up talking to this guy who works in a grocery store who's talking about, like, the Bernstein Bears and the Bernstein <laughs> yeah, Bears. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm actually going to a convention for the Mandela effect. And then so he goes to this Mandela effect convention, and it's, like, fucking crazy. Like, these people have, like, so many things that they believe that are different and like the timeline changed yeah i don't know it's really cool to watch it's always so funny um and it's only six episodes and and it's kind of like one of the most incredible like emotional slash funny pieces of television i've ever watched and i i don't know give it a shot how to with john wilson anyway speaking of really important television right now there's, um, there's something going around. Yeah, people are really loving Midnight Mass, man. And we are here to give you the Midnight Mass deets. Yes. Is what Atheist. I will say eventually. <laughs> Atheist, fuck off. Midnight Mass uh, is not for you. Midnight Mass. Oh, wait, I thought it was a Christian that wrote that article that was like, Midnight Mass betrayed me. No, it was uh, it was an atheist because oh. he said uh, horror is a genre that is normally a safe place for atheists and sinners, but Midnight Mass left me feeling something and people are like art owes you nothing fuck you fuck off no like, that's such an entitled headline yeah. like oh midnight mass betrayed me like what the fuck and it's coming from it? vox like it was an opinion piece Dang. from vox like any opinion piece from any like online thing is gonna be bullshit like yeah. looking for clicks kind of deal um Ooh. and it, i mean it's got its clicks it's got it's, its fucking clicks that's an awful headline probably the worst one i've seen either way let's talk about fucking squid game yeah yeah let's not let's not beat around the bush yeah. um we're probably gonna jump into spoilers here in a second but um for people who haven't seen the show uh what what would you say your spoiler free you. thoughts on uh, squid game are? um really really interesting take on the battle royale genre at this point yeah. honestly um the fact that it's Korean, um, I fucking love. I love that a Korean show is getting this much international attention. It's like Parasite all over again. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of similar themes. Oh, for too. sure, for sure. Uh, yeah, it's also the production design on this thing is mm. top tier, bro. I love the music. The too. music. I listen to the soundtrack. <laughs> I'm not even sure they would copyright that. No. That's why I didn't even say it. <laughs> um, yeah, the the yeah the score is really great. All the um, what I said about the acting previously after finishing the show, it doesn't bother me as much. Um, I would I would say the Korean actors all did really good. Yeah, there is a point where there are some Americans in the show, and yeah. it is it's not great. It's not great. No, um, I feel like the the show does kind of dip in its latter half. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll get into that with spoilers. I'll, I'll just say episodes one through six, you're going to see what the hype is about. Yeah. Don't expect the show to stick the landing, though. And we'll, and we'll get into the specifics of that. But, like, I wish I had known, you know, like, that's something I wish someone had told me maybe is, like, 
oh, you know, the ending is kind of like iffy. Yeah. Uh, because I, I did get really invested really quickly and mm-hmm. I had a lot of high hopes after. Like the series reaches a high point and sure. you would expect it to keep running with that momentum. Mm-hmm. And then it's actually like, oh, this is the end of like the glory days for, for Squid right, Game. Right. Um, Really fun concept. You'll get addicted really quickly, and it's you'll so probably you'll probably binge it real fast. Finish it and yes. come back here when you're done. For sure. Anyway, um, it's worth it to finish it. I think. For, yeah, yeah, I think so. I and think I mean, I think this isn't spoilery, but I do think that we'll get more. I do. Th- I do think. Yeah. yeah. So so catch it this year. Yeah. And, I mean, jump in next year when everyone's talking about how season two's dog shit or something i mean i feel like that's just like inevitable no one's right. gonna be pleased yeah. with a season like this i i don't know it's hard to it's it hard is. to follow it up it is it, it is i i would say sorry before we get into spoilers i would say that's the biggest problem with like battle royale genres is they never know where to go with either the ending or like where the sequel goes like i yeah. always thought like mocking jay was far worse than like hunger games and catching Mm -hmm. fire and even battle royale has some Mm -hmm. pretty shitty sequels like there's a second movie about them like trying to overthrow the government it's not good yeah it always goes back to that actually it's like it it goes back to anarchy and overthrowing the government i mean technically wouldn't the purge movies be considered like kind of in the battle royale um Kind of scope because because they also rules. overtake the government. <laughs> That's true. That's I mean, it. yeah, it's everybody killing each other, and there's rules. So yeah, but it's not. I don't know. I feel like the the element that really makes it a battle royale genre is if it's a game like this. Yeah, true. Because like there's there can be only one standing is like the the twist, and in the purge, you know. The rule is, oh, after 12 hours, it has to fucking, like, stop. Right, Except right. for the new one, which, uh, yeah, they're, like... The Forever like, Purge. The Forever Purge. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, they're really mixing it up now. I um, fucking hate that shit. But, uh, you want to jump into spoilers? Yeah, let's jump into spoilers. Okay. Yeah. Spoilers, if you don't want to hear spoilers for Squid Games, skip to this timestamp in the podcast. 58 minutes and 40 seconds. It's pretty much the whole podcast, guys. I'm very sorry, but we do play Blackjack at the end. Let's so go. everybody fucking dies except for the main character. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's the truth. That that's is. the truth. I would say, um, I don't know. It's gonna be kind of jumping around for me. I, I feel I like gotta, in this I discussion. I got a starter. Starter what, question. For what's the, the starter? Favorite character. Favorite character. Favorite character. Oh my gosh, I really loved um, number sixty-seven. Uh, Buck. Uh, oh crap! I can't. It's I'm so Korean bad with names. names. It's yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> She was from North Korea. It was that girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was great. Um, I also really liked... <laughs> this is heartbreaking. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I really liked Ollie. Here, I'm going to the... Oh, Ollie. Yes. Yeah. He I'm was going great. to Letterboxd to see their actual name. So, um, main guy was number 456. I didn't mind the protagonist. I will say that the side characters all kind of like outshined him. Yeah. Um, how do you say that? Is it Sebyok? King Sebyok. King Sebyok. I love her character. Yeah, Number she's great. And I liked the girl that she teamed up with um, mm-hmm. for, for Tug of War and Marbles. And I, oh, I liked Marbles. that whole storyline. Um, yeah. God. I, okay, I think that's what I want to say is like the, the show really hit its peak in episode six. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't think I'll ever forget like the anger and the shock yeah. when like they were like okay so you'll be playing against your partner yeah. so i'm like no <laughs> yeah 
I think I was watching with Donna and she, she called it. She's like, this is, she's like, something's wrong. This is not going well. And I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of scared. And then they said it. She's like, I fucking knew it. She's like, it was, it was too perfect. And I'm like, God, you're right. Like, what a fucking twist. Like, I will yeah. shake every writer's hand. Whoever came up with that shit, man. That's... That was amazing. And that was evil. Like, right mm-hmm. after... It, like, it, they wait until after the conversation of, like, the gung boo And, like, yeah. the Americans get that concept really quick. And then you're just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I do like that, um... You know, it seems like the main character's on the path to redemption for a while. And then in that episode, especially, he does some pretty twisted, manipulative shit. Yeah. shit. And so so does Sang-woo. Um, oh, I hate Sang-woo. I, I will say that in that episode, Sang-woo's, like, little fuckery worked for me. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, even though it was heartbreaking and my boy Ali deserves so much Ali, better. Yes. Um, I do think that after that episode, they really fucked up his character. But we'll, we'll, we'll get there. I feel mm-hmm. like we need to focus on the first half first. Yeah. The second half later. But it's kind of hard because the second half branches into yeah. a lot of moments I liked in the first half. For sure. The the old man's death um, was really... I mean, death in quotations yeah. uh, was probably the most heartbreaking so to me. Sad. I was I was upset. I don't know. Like I, I had to take a break that night from Squid Game. <laughs> I didn't watch anymore. Um, oh god, we finished it that night. Really? We had, we had to. Yeah, we like fuck this and we just binged the rest of the other three episodes. I'm I'm kind of glad I didn't because it, it it made it, you know, it let me relish that time frame of the show mm-hmm. versus what came because I do think the dip starts in episode 7. For sure. Um I like all of the games in the first half of the show like the like they are simple and they are childhood games i mean red light green light being the first one was yeah, brilliant i played that in yeah school. yeah i well i obviously never played this like korean inspired game where you have the needle and yeah, the, and the, the sugar yeah the honeycombs but that was a cool one that like that cool was game. dope and yeah. honestly that's what i liked about early squid game is that the game seemed fair, yeah. and it was just like, unfortunately, the choices you make before you play the game can really be big. And like, right. I was fucking worried for our main character there. We yes. he's got the umbrella one. It's like, yeah. shit. <laughs> and Sang Woo was being a little shit even before then because he, yeah. he fucking knew he remembered it as soon as he saw the shapes. And yeah. that's, he started to say something to him, but then he didn't. Mm. And that's when I knew. I was like, this motherfucker is, <laughs> is going to be evil. I got I got some bad vibes from even like the first episode. Like, I don't know. It was something about his appearance that yeah. was just like, this guy's got like villain, like kind of <laughs> written potential. on him a little bit. And I mean, even the old man. Oh, shit. It's so hard not to jump ahead. Yeah. Um, but like, I really liked... In the second episode, especially, yeah. you know, they bring in the matter of like voting by majority, right. and they uh, and they go home. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like, holy oh, shit, yeah, is that easy? Okay, <laughs> and, and but then they show, like, I think that's one of my favorite asset aspects of the show is like the game is like a necessity. You know, there is choice, but they don't really have a choice on the matter because in the real world they're fucked. All of them are right, so fucked. Right. Um, I mean, some more than others, for mm-hmm. sure. But, like, you know, they, they, they do a very good job illustrating, like, if there were a better option, they would they would have taken it out yeah. in the real world. Like, yeah. they, they recognize the flaws and the danger of it, but they they don't really have too, too much to say in the matter. And, like, I do like that there are some seeds planted early on. Like, Sang-woo, 
mm-hmm. votes yes on mm-hmm. on continuing the game. You see a lot of characters like that. Um, Even the fucking annoying ass. Um, hold on. What is her Who name? Who do you think is annoying? That fucking... Oh, the older lady? Yeah, the, 101. Well... I she, like her. Okay, she annoyed the fuck out of me, but our character... Our character did. Um, she, she was the one begging to go home, and then they called the vote, and then she voted to stay. Yeah. Dude, that was so... So fucked. <laughs> like, I hated her from that moment on, when she started begging, and then she voted yes. I was like... Well, I think you're supposed to not like her at right, first, you know, right. because she's manipulative. She um, she only redeems herself in episode was it seven or eight? Seven, uh, yeah, yeah. But like even then, I thought mm, I don't know. I didn't like how they handled that. But like I like her character, and also I've heard a lot of the translation issues with the show mm-hmm. come down to her. Like she has a line like, "Oh, you know, I'm I'm." good at everything except the things that i'm bad at well no there's something specific in that episode and what the actual line was is like i'm smart but i never got a chance to study yeah and it means like that's a trope in korea that there are a lot of intelligent people who just never have the chance to afford to go to college which is exactly. something americans can relate yeah. to which is fucking weird that mm-hmm. that didn't make it across in translation it's yeah, like apparently you have to watch the see there's like two different english subtitles there's two different options, and if you watch them with the other option, it actually says the real translation, or the more accurate translation. Really? Yeah. Well, fuck me. I know. Don, well, so I Donna's going that. back and re-watching it with those subtitles. I kind of I want to do the same thing, because yeah. I feel like that would help a lot of the dialogue. I mean, there were also a lot of grammatical errors mm-hmm, in the subtitles, definitely. where like lines just didn't make sense. And I should have known, maybe I had the wrong subtitles on, when the VIPs are speaking... Their lines aren't subtitled because yeah. they're speaking English. And right. it's the same with, like, the front man. And I was like, oh, is there, like, another option? Like, I just want all subtitles. When I, like, when I watched it, it was they were subtitled. Really? They were speaking English, it was subtitled as well, yeah. So maybe you watched the correct I watched, one. No, I watched the, we watched the wrong one. Really? Yeah, so... Wait, well, I don't so know. If you didn't have subtitles. Well, that's. It weird. sounds like all the English ones are bad. Maybe, apparently. maybe they're fucked. I don't know. Well, maybe I did watch the correct one. I just didn't realize. I don't fucking know. I don't know either. It either sounds way. like the the prime way to enjoy the show is to mm-hmm. speak Korean and also <laughs> maybe lobby for a translation work to be a bit right. more respected. Right. Um, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, the cop side story. Mm. I like that in the first half of the show. I thought it was going to be some bullshit, but it, they actually did really well with it. Like, yeah. It was very entertaining. I, I loved I loved the little like side stories going on in the mm-hmm. ship. Like I thought, so I'm I'm very naive I guess because I thought the doctor uh, subplot was going somewhere nice. Like ah, these guys want to help everyone escape with all same, the money and everything. Same. And then it's like organ donation. Organ <laughs> like they're, they're doing like some black market like dark shit. I'm yeah. like no, really. It's like fuck, bro. Because I was like, oh, that doctor looks like a real. I don't know. Right? <laughs> I was like, he's a nice guy there. <laughs> And he knows the games. Wow, yeah. this is going to be great when he teams up with the main character. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. We, we were wrong. It, there is something, though, in that, in that subplot that they didn't touch on, which is which is why I think that a second season, especially with how popular it is, is, is inevitable at this point. Uh, do you remember the bombs? Down yeah. the ladder? They're yeah, like, for when the VIPs... Keys need to escape if something happens, and then nothing comes of that. Yeah. Was well, like also, the Morse gun. code didn't really, like, come back up. Like, I... 
it was that just how he that discovered was, the plot that was how yeah he was they were sending morse code to tell him like hey what the fuck are you doing like you're supposed to be coming down with us or whatever because when he got there remember they were like where have you been or like don't be late again yada 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 oh, so right. 28 was trying to tell 29 like um, get on board and then yeah. like there's all that suspicion i loved i loved all the undercover stuff yeah, yeah and yeah. i mean until the later half of the season <sighs> Okay, so let's just touch on the good stuff a little bit more. Tug of War is was a great um, little bit of a gameage too. Yes. I liked I liked how you really felt like that one could go poorly for them. You know, yeah. even though you know, oh, the main characters are all on this one team and right. a bunch of nobodies are on the other. You're like, ah, how the fuck are they gonna do yeah. that? And it, I mean, I don't know if that's, like, an actual way you can win Tug of War, but I bought it. Like, I liked, I liked their bullshit, like, oh, lean backwards or yeah. whatever and take three steps forward. Like, that, that was, was awesome. That was an insane cliffhanger. Like, I, mm-hmm. I would have loved if the show was, like, uh, weekly episodic because that that's a cliffhanger. Just the feet running towards the edge and then it just cuts. I, it was amazing. I, w- I know it probably would have... Um, I don't know. I don't know if it would have gotten as much traction if it were a weekly one, but like, True. I feel like maybe some of the shock of people watching the later half of the season would have been eased down a little mm-hmm. bit because I think by episode seven you would have known that the show was kind of going in like a new direction. I don't know. I don't know what I would have done differently. Squid right. Game's a weird post mortem. Do you? Is there anything else in the first half that we? I can mean, there's I. Listen, the first six episodes, I I can't talk good enough about them. Like they're they're, great, they are fucking phenomenal. It's some of the best thriller television. Well, let's talk. Let's talk more about episode six then. Yeah, because this is honestly one of my favorite episodes of TV I've ever watched. Um, It was so good. Um, It was so heartbreaking. Ollie, rest in peace, Ollie. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Mainly, he was. He was one. Also. Rest in peace, that husband and wife. My fucking god, Jesus, that yeah. was bleak. That was because um, mm. yeah, they were just like we stick together all the time. <laughs> god, oh, shit. God, I wish they would have showed how they figured that out. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw a bunch of characters how they figured out who was gonna die and how they played their games and stuff, but not that couple. I would have liked to see that. Um, but he, I mean, he immediately hung himself in the next episode. I like. Okay, so this is my fucking problem. Is like, so the gangster too, Duck Sue. Yeah. Um, you know he gets by that game by the skin of his teeth, and he's been such a bastard the whole show. I was waiting for the big showdown with him and the main character at some point, or him and one of the main characters. Like mm-hmm. even even the girl. There was never that moment though. That that storyline never paid off. Like he was just a right bastard the whole show, yeah. and then I don't know. Let's just. Let's just jump to episode seven. So, what fucking, what fucking childhood game did you ever play? Where, or has anyone ever played yeah. with, with glass and you you're jumping on it? And yeah. if you jump on the wrong glass, you fall through the ground. But also at the end of the game, the glass explodes. I mean, yeah, like. I, I really liked that game. I thought it was an interesting game. It was very suspenseful, and I liked it. But it doesn't correlate with the rest of the show, like their their childhood uh, child games. And if if they had like from the get go, we they were we've established that they are simple games. 
and that you probably know them from your childhood. And then all of a sudden we have this fucking shit. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's cool, but it's totally going against what the last six episodes have been about, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which is my main problem with it. I, I think the story beats and everything is there, but just the fact that it exists within this show is kind of it's kind of dumb. I, I do also feel like it was a bit of a stretch to kill off all of the characters they didn't know what the fuck they were going to do with, yeah. like, in the final game, you know? Like, the like all the randos that were still around obviously mm-hmm. like that was their chance to just like be fucking like killed off at that point um you know the duck sue and the and number 101 like they didn't know where that storyline was going to be headed so right. they just like have her sacrifice herself or whatever mm-hmm. to bring him down and i'm like i don't know i thought that was going to go to a much more exciting place and i'm not saying that it needed to have like some dramatic resolution but it was just it felt kind of weak. Like, those characters yeah. were good, you yeah. know? Or I liked her, and I liked him. Or I liked how much of a bastard he was, and yeah. I wanted to see, like, a proper showdown. It just didn't feel fair anymore, you know? Yeah. Like, all the other games, there were a bit of, like, unfair elements to it. Like, if you were one of those bastards, that, or one of those poor blokes that, like, actually had to pick the umbrella yeah. in, like, the, the second game, you know, you were fucked. Or if you picked an all-girls team in tug-of-war, like, right. you probably weren't going to, like win but in this one it just felt like random chance you know rng and our main character like i think that's my biggest problem with him winning it all is Mm -hmm. he doesn't do anything to win you know he just gets lucky he picks number 16 uh sang woo takes care of everyone else really and um then in the final game sang (laughs) woo takes care of himself you know it's like he wins the fight sure but like sang woo goes (laughs) yeah that's 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 the thing is is there's nothing i feel like all the games were fair like you you because i mean yeah except for the umbrellas like if if there were no more of the other shapes you had to pick another one but still like you know for the most part it depends on what you choose and that fucking glass game like if you were first there's no way you were never gonna make it. you were never gonna make it there's no way you could it, it would be an act of god that you managed to choose the correct tiles throughout the whole fucking thing which maybe that's why they had like the guy who prays like go first what was it that guy it was the guy who uh he said he's been last all his life or something like that he would like to go first, go for, first once. for once in his life and then he ends up immediately fucking dying yeah but i mean yeah so episode seven while cool kind of goes against the entire premise of the show i I think i think the the other aspect of that is the arrival of the vips and it's just like these pretty fucking shitty american actors like they weren't as bad as people online say yeah like there are a lot of people saying like they completely ruin the show no they don't they don't i mean they're annoying and also i don't really think that they paid off this season like it seemed like there was a weird use of them and then they were gone it's like i don't i don't really get why they were here other than to you know show that the rich are like taking pleasure from this game even you know it's like oh the rich always benefit from the poor's like misfortune or whatever well, I do have to say, I think half of the 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 acting for the Americans is is the shitty fucking dialogue that they were yeah. given. Like, I don't know if it's a it's a translation error 
or if they really just wanted to be campy with the dialogue, but their dialogue was just dog shit. Number 69. Yeah. <laughs> That's a number for sure that I would bet on. A fucking 69 joke. Like... That's what I'm like. That's that's what was so irreprehensible to me is that their their dialogue just like I don't really think that they were bad actors per se, but they were also because they were wearing masks and they were saying really bad dialogue. Mm-hmm. So I think really it was in the in the in the writing uh, for that one, but also introducing the VIPs in general is just kind of weird that seems like a season two thing to do or something yeah i mean no? they were mysterious and they were set up with that yeah. whole like oh it's when the vips leave and, I don't, and at that point you're like who are they yeah then? and i mean he's been answering the phone in english all season long yeah. so you can expect some like bullshit like that but like i would have liked for there to be more purpose for them to have shown up like at least resolve their storylines i mean fucking one of them gets like kidnapped and mm-hmm. and beaten and interrogated <laughs> Which, I, I think my big theory, uh, and I was talking about this with Michaela. Michaela, if you're listening, I'm, I'm talking about our talk. Um, <laughs> we, we don't think the cop died. Like, when oh, he no. went over the cliff, like, we, like, I mean, the proof is there with the old man. If you don't see it happen firsthand, exactly. it probably didn't happen. Exactly. And I mean, yeah. Like, he's, he's probably fine. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I think he has to come back, or else that will have been a whole waste. And yeah. I mean... Without it, like, why, why why, does it matter that it was his brother under the mask, exactly, you know? Yeah. And also, what is the deal with that? Like, I, yeah. I, I feel like that could have been a... I don't know. I, I wasn't satisfied with that reveal. Mm-hmm. I wasn't satif- satisfied with most of the, like, crazy reveals. I mean, especially when we get to the last episode and we find out that the old guy is still alive and he ran the games. Like, it's pretty weak. I don't know. Like, I think it worked yeah. better when he was dead, and mm-hmm. I don't think you needed him to be the, like, overseer of it all. I mean, it's kind of cool, because he and f- our protagonist probably formed the closest bond mm-hmm. of anyone in there, but, like, at the same time, like, uh, it kind of cheapens everything yeah. that involves that character. Like, if I were to go back and rewatch it, now I'd be, like, rolling my eyes at all the scenes that they're trying to have you like take pity on him like oh the fake dementia or whatever and it's like it's not even in a satisfying like villainous like cool way his reasoning is like i liked playing games as a kid i got bored and and there's like that half-assed like joker moment like let's see if anyone helps that man by midnight you still have faith in society now (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's true it was a joker moment it's like what the clock's ticking batman (laughs) is anybody gonna save that poor man batman (laughs) riddle me this (laughs) batman (laughs) my crunk goes to sleep on a street does anyone help him no it's all part of the plan trust anyone now <laughs> like of course he doesn't trust anyone because he was like fucking kidnapped and, yeah, and taken yeah. to this fucking bullshit game where there's exploding glass and <laughs> <laughs> also you gave them all knives at night well i did like that aspect of like the show that. where they like are shanking each other in in between okay oh, here's the most bullshit death you okay. want to talk yeah fucking We've got the room. We've got our three beds. Dun, 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 dun. And Sengwu is all the way over there. <laughs> <laughs> Number 67 is all the way over here. And you're telling me that 
when, when Gi-Hung goes to the door and he's like, ding, ding, ding. Hey, help her out. She's like bleeding. What, motherfuckers gonna just like creep over there without number 67 going, hey, he's coming over there to shank me. <laughs> <laughs> and his footsteps aren't gonna be heard the whole yeah. time he's traveling. And, and then when she dies, not, there's not gonna be any noise. I mean, homie just like found the exact right way to yeah. stab this girl. I so mean, she had could... already passed out. I thought she had already fucking died. Like, they didn't even have to do that. Like, I think it was She could have just, just died. I think it was really just the show that sang Wu was like, oh, he's irredeemable. Like, look. But then he, then he, then he is. I don't, I don't like that they went so far with it. You I know, know, like, yeah. you can tell they're going that direction when in, like, the seventh episode he pushes the guy who can see the glass. Yeah. Which, I mean... There's no way that guy was fucking sticking around. He was nobody, and he he yeah. had never been featured prominently on right. the show before. Then he's like, ah, yes, I can see, I can see. Yeah. <laughs> um, which that wasn't fair either. Mm-mm. They turn off the fucking lights. It's like, yeah, that's that's <laughs> not fair. Like, yeah, like homie, like that's just his profession. You yeah, know, yeah. like you you knew this when you made a glass game. Like that the one fucker that you found who used to be like a glass maker could. Show that, yeah. This is his moment. Like yeah. he's not a gangster. He was never gonna make it in those other games. Like no. give it to him. Okay, sorry, Ollie. You're not the most heartbreaking death. Glass guy in episode seven. <laughs> Glass I, guy. That's the most upsetting Sangwu death for sure. Yeah, for no, sure. Okay. <laughs> I, I okay. Speaking of, um I would have liked it. I, I propose an alternate ending mm. where they all didn't fucking die during the glass game. And in fact, our main characters lived and then they all played the squid game. Because in the very first epi- episode, the very first scene, there's like seven kids playing squid it game. It clearly requires a lot of people. <laughs> exactly. And But then you just have, you know, our main character and Sang Woo playing. And it's like, okay, They don't even really play squid game. They just like... They just kill each other. Stab each other. Yeah. But it would have been more climactic right and mm-hmm. we would have gotten that that awesome character moment with the girl and the and the evil dude and duck so, yeah Doc Su, sorry i can't remember their names but the, you know they could have had it out and then you know sangwu and the other and main character could have had it out i don't know man my missed opportunity I, I definitely think in the perfect world our main character he redeems himself by sacrificing himself for number 67 to win the game you know to yeah. get her brother take care of her brother and like her family and then she made a promise like i'll take care of your family and you know that would have been a bit more satisfying for the daughter to be like well i i know my like this girl is like approaches the daughter and she's all like who are you he's like i knew your dad and he's like ah i don't i don't like my dad you know he's an (laughs) asshole and she could have been like no your father was selfless Mm -hmm. he gave his life for me and you know he's He's one of the finest and bravest people. Or I don't know, do some Harry Potter shit yeah, like that yeah, yeah. and be like, and that's why <laughs> your name is Severus <laughs> Gihung <laughs> Albus Albus Dumbledore Magneto. Magneto. <laughs> um, yeah, true. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I definitely always, I always was hoping that she would win, even though I, I figured that the main character would probably win. I just. I don't think that a battle royale show like this before has ever like committed to everyone mm-hmm. except one person being killed off, which I kind of commend it for that too. But at I the do, same yeah. time, the way it happened was a bit of a stretch. You know, like mm-hmm. in Hunger Games, they cut it off with Peta and Katniss. In fucking battle royale, there's actually like three people left. Even in like 
one of my favorite video game series in Twitter will think this is kind of cringe, but Danganronpa, that's like a, a battle royale, like Japanese game series. And in every one of those games, like at least like four or five kids, like right. make it out of there. And I'm like, okay, that's pretty good. Um, but this one actually had the balls to be like, okay, everyone's dead. I don't yeah. know. And I, I like that kind of on paper, but like in execution, I was like, mm, yeah, it, it's not all that satisfying. Yeah, it's um, not as fulfilling. So I thought, so I thought with like the the last episode, it's kind of weird that like all the Squid Game shit wrapped up within like the first fifteen minutes, and then we yeah. just have like this fucking epilogue. strange epilogue. Yeah. yeah, and it's like not even, I don't know, it's it's not very compelling either. Mm-hmm. Like for such a binge worthy series, it got kind of boring really quickly. Yeah. Like he's just not spending the money, and like I get like there's reasons that he's not doing it, like character reasons, but it just felt all like an attempt to make this shock reveal of the old man being behind the games like play into it and for them to really like bash you on the head with like this like oh never give up on like people theme which is never what i thought it was about but the the show has its thesis is that Pretty much you should give up on people, right? All Battle Royale games are about human nature at its worst. Like, that's clearly what the show is telling us. And then I think the final episode, it's like, but hey, don't give up on them. You just watched 467 people murder each other. Don't give up on them. It's so contradictory, actually, because in 465, you fuckhead, come on. It's not 467? 465. That's what our main guy wears on his... 456. 450. We're both wrong. Fuck, we fucked ourselves. Oh my god. Fake fans, fake fans. (laughs) Um, I'm sorry, Casey, for calling you a fuckhead. I was also a fuckhead. We were both fuckheads. Um, It's fine. Okay, wait, what was I saying? You're saying it's so contradictory. Oh, okay. It's it's very contradictory because, like, you know, the front man kills that doctor and all those guys because he's like, this is their one place that everything can be fair. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like... Clearly, no one was interested in, like, fairness when designing any of this bullshit. Yeah. Like, you're, you're so fucking weird with yeah. for even saying that. And then also, <laughs> he's all like, oh, don't trust people. It's like, you contrived all of the situations for people to fucking screw right. each other over. Like, you knew they would start killing each other, and you, like, had strobe lights installed in your facility to make it, like, can, all the more, like, terrible. Can <laughs> I just say that that sequence was so fucking annoying. There was no fucking photosensitive, like, or seizure warning for that episode. No, yeah. And that was awful. You are not supposed to continue a scene on for that fucking long. We had to, like, I closed my eyes. I had to look away. I missed most of the killing, but, because that was just fucking It was so hard to fucking tell what was happening. Yeah. Anyway, like, I I didn't enjoy the way they filmed that at all, and they didn't need to film it that way. It was like... When they film that fucking battle scene in Game of Thrones and it's like pitch black and you can't fucking tell what... Like, this is the culmination of like that show. Yeah. Sorry, it's Game of Thrones spoilers again. We always come back here. But like, (laughs) this is the fucking culmination of like eight seasons and you can't fucking tell what's going on. Right. Is is our character alive? Like, (laughs) yeah. It just looks like a dark room to me. Exactly. It's like the TV go off. I no, I didn't. I didn't like the strobe light in that scene. I do like the idea of that scene, uh, though. Yeah, and I do like it. I, yeah. And I like especially that they like have to barricade mm-hmm. from that point on and always be aware of that. Um, but yeah, what I'm saying is like he's like, don't trust people. You know, you should give up on them. But like, you contrived everything in that situation so that they wouldn't trust each other. You didn't make anything fair. So like, 
you walk away from the show and being like, what's the point? If it's like not a criticism of like capitalism and it's mm-hmm. not, and it's like actually trying to be like a, oh, people are inherently like, people are inherently good actually. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe. His, well, it's, it feels like they're trying to make the old man look foolish. Like, you know, he's right. like, I, you know, I'm rich and I'm just bored with life and, you know, you have too little money and so that makes us similar because we don't know what to do with ourselves. And then he's like, D- also don't trust people. Um, but it's like, that's so clearly foolish because everyone had each other's backs except for when the game made people turn against each other and like even with the really over-the-top joker drunk guy laying in the snow situation like yeah that i mean i don't know like (laughs) why shouldn't people like maybe help him or like steal his wallet i mean both are equally likely to happen i think that's just like part of being a human as you know like depending on who you meet like you're either gonna get your wallet taken or someone's gonna donate you like five dollars because you look homeless you know like that's just human nature some people are bad some people are good and this whole black and white bullshit it just comes out of left field and it doesn't seem cohesive at all with the rest Mm -hmm. of the show because the rest of it's so gray right Mm -hmm. maybe maybe the point was that they're trying to like you know everybody's dealt nearly the same hand in life they're like hey everybody has a, a fair chance at, at getting rich and then it show the show as the games get unfair it's sort of like hey but look there and they're, like the game like keepers or, or whatever the game people are like it is fair but then the, the players are like actually this is not fucking fair i pick number one and or this person picked number one and they they're the first to fucking die like there was no way they were going to get across that uh, maybe that's it, but I don't think they thought too hard about that. Yeah, but I, I thought it might be a criticism of like the westernization of Korea. I mean, especially with like bringing Americans in by the end of the show, mm-hmm. be- because a, a lot of um, criticism we get in the U.S. is our fuckery, like with the yeah. rest of the world. And we fucked with Korea hard. I mean, after mm-hmm. the war, we were like, okay, yeah, the South Korean government will be modeled after us because we don't want them to be fucking commies. And, I mean, clearly the show has a beef with capitalism. It's like, you just... Some people are fucking... Everything stacked against them. They never stood a chance. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and they... What what other option do they have other than to play children's games Mm -hmm. to win billions of one yeah which by the way how many people googled um a one conversion i i did it (laughs) yeah i definitely did it it went up to it was 450 million in in u.s dollars is basically what they won really yeah so like a i thought it was only like four million oh no god no yeah there's 450 something oh maybe it was oh i'm sorry yeah 450 billion yeah so it was uh let's see again i think let's see what the squid game prize is yeah Oh, it's three hundred eighty million. My bad. Okay, yeah. So basically, a billion. Obviously, not to the exact T, but about a billion one is almost a million U.S. dollars. Yeah. So So that's about that's how you can look at that. So. Well, great, great. Would you would you do it all for the Squid Game prize? That's something I want to know. I would not. I would not go through that for three hundred fifty million dollars. There's a very slim chance. You have a one in four hundred. I think I have chance. a better chance of like taking out a Powerball ticket and and winning, and winning that. Yeah. yeah, like I would I wouldn't gamble my life on that mm-hmm. shit. But then again, we're also very um, we're not I mean, we can, we're not like homeless or we anything. can we can afford to pay for podcast hosting. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> we've got money to spare. Right. Yeah. So, 
We wouldn't be the targets for a, a, perhaps a, a squid game, you know. No, no. But uh, okay, here's a here's another online debate occurring right now. Would you let that business that hot Korean businessman slap you in the face? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would not. That's so demeaning. I would not do that. No, shit. I would. No, me neither. That game's no. hard too, bro. Ooh. I have to flip over the fucking things. Are we about to end this with another round of blackjack? We're about to end this with another round of Let's blackjack. Let's fucking go. Okay. And this time. I get to give, wait, the winner gets to give the loser a little slap on the wrist. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. And while while I'm setting this up, viewers, please do tell me, like, who is your favorite Squid Game character? Would you play the Squid Games? And also, um, was it all bullshit? Was, was it? it? I was don't it? know. Would you recommend it? Also, Casey, what, what would you give this series out of 10? An 8. I think I'd give it an 8, too, yeah. because I enjoyed it a lot more than I did enjoy it. in fact i would say this is probably my favorite show i've watched this year yeah i would say that too yeah i, I and i and i hope that more shows like it succeed yeah, same actually i cannot say that i'm so sorry oh. i know this is i know i know i know guys i'm not a real cinema person loki has been my favorite really series yeah if we're looking at it like that i like loki a little bit better than well actually no 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 no, no. i would still say squid game i feel yeah. like i got way more excitement and enjoyment out of squid game than Loki. i would also say it's a lot better made uh, i don't know yeah yeah, yeah I like for sure i i feel like i, I just know. remember being like really into loki you know yeah loki was good loki was good i think yeah squid game's the best show loki was a pretty so solid contender though i mean mm-hmm. loki's great hey did you see the new episode of what if i haven't been watching what if oh okay it, it's Sorry. pretty it's pretty cool they it's do cool. they do some redemption stuff for like a character that got kind of short shrift in the in the movies and it might actually affect shit at large anyway okay. casey's got a three showing okay i've got a king showing remember the prize is a slap on the wrist to okay. the loser okay can i look or do it yeah first? yeah of course okay. you get to look okay um yeah it hit me do you bust <laughs> yeah i barely i busted damn house wins with 10 do you want to try being the Wait. dealer what does that oh, mean? Oh, 10. 10. So 13, 23. You yeah, busted 23. Yeah, I did busted. Okay. There you go. Okay. For a dollar. For a dollar? Okay. For a dollar. Okay. Let's go. This <laughs> You're the you, we'll count you as the house this okay. time, okay? Okay. So you'll get to determine um everything. Okay. Okay. So shit, you got a 6 showing. Hit me. stay yeah so um, you have stay. to feel okay feel. so you gotta hit until you're over 17 until damn over 17 oh, okay i got you damn so what is that to- it's okay, 22. 22 i win at 20 what the fuck uh and <laughs> you want to slap on the wrist instead uh, yeah let's do it oh. yeah i don't want your dollar All right. i don't want your dollar well All anyway right. you heard it here first folks I uh, I rigged this deck so I would win every time. <laughs> and also, oh my God. please, if... Wait, what? <laughs> I was going to be like, oh my God, he really did, looking at the cards <laughs> now. <laughs> and also, if you run the uh, the casino that that one guy <laughs> yeah. used to, please let, let us know which casino we should avoid. We because should I've never won a gun pulled on me. <laughs> I am good at blackjack. Yes. <laughs> well, guys, we'll see you next week for another Squid Game. Bye.